Welcome to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Grosser. It gives me great pleasure to welcome to Viewpoints Peter Bishop, who's the CEO for Ronald McDonald's House Charities Victoria and Tasmania. And we're going to be talking in particular about the Matched Giving Day Stronger Together Appeal, which will take place on from 12pm Thursday the 3rd of June to 12pm Friday the 4th of June. Before that, though, welcome to Viewpoints Peter Bishop. Thank you very much, Henry. Lovely to be able to join you today and have a chat about our work and, and uh, great things that we're, we're doing. Absolutely. Now, we'll start with the appeal. This takes place um, next week. You've got a 24-hour window of um, what are you doing and why are you doing it? Um, obviously doing it to raise funds. We're not a, a government-funded organisation, so we continually need to raise our funds. We're... Uh, Four houses, uh, four family rooms and a significant learning program across uh, two states um, and um, have a number of families that stay with us on a nightly basis um, with those four houses. Um, In total, we can have up to 103 families every night um, with our four houses. So we need to continually to update our facilities um, to having them at the best and highest standard we can for all our family visitors. Um, when they stay. So this Match Giving Day gives us an opportunity to raise funds um, with our supporter base, our families, our uh, volunteers, our donors, and we've got some corporates that are going to match it dollar for dollar. Mm, which so, means it's a match. So whatever people donate, um, it yes. will be, in effect, doubled. Yes, yes, exactly. That's the way it works. And um, we've got some um, some of our key um, supporters have got on board with that. Um, and indicated that they're uh, willing to support and match the dollar. So before we go on, if people, and we'll come back to it, if people um, are prepared to donate or wanting to donate, how would they actually do that? On the day, they can call 9966-8420 or go to our um, website for this appeal, which is www.strongertogetherappeal, or lowercase, um, .com.au. Absolutely, and we'll repeat that. Now, you started way back um, in 1986. How did that all start? And it's grown so much in the, what, 35 years since then, Peter? Sure has. Um, I, I saw a advertisement for a, um, a, a living house manager position, it was at that time, and um, it said um, fairly new organisation, um, originated in North America at the time, so it, it attracted my interest. It was something different. I've been involved in res- residential care with the Blind Institute, so I um, thought I'd give it a go. So I was lucky enough to uh, get that p- position, and that was sort of based um, at the Parkville House under um, with um, a, a link to the Royal Children's, um, and it was more like a committee of management in those days, um, uh, linked into the Royal Children. So that's how it started back in 1986, really as a handshake agreement between the CEOs, the regional manager of uh, McDonald's and the CEO of the Royal Children's at the time, saw the greatest need, particularly for families in oncology, for somewhere to stay for their families for the long visits and the long haul of oncology treatment at the time. Mm. Now, now this, the, the the children who for whom this um, uh, works are often children with really serious illnesses, aren't they? Basically, yes, they are. And um, 
you know, it's it's oncology, it's neurosciences, it's, you know, um, brain tumours, um, it's trauma, it's neonatal babies, you know, babies at 25, 27 weeks born, um, a lot of cardiac surgery in, in little ones. So, you know, we are accommodating a lot of the sickest children um, and their families that you would see in Victoria um, and Tasmania at any one time. So it's great that we're able to be there to offer that, you know, home comforts and security and support for families. Absolutely. And uh, and I note, and this would be pretty self-evident, a lot of these children, it's long-term, it's very costly, um, there's a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of sacrifice families have to make. Parents can find themselves in a pretty um, um, unenvious position financially in, in in trying to provide the care for their kids, uh, uh, Peter. Yes, they can, and um, you know, in in some cases, and it's fortunately those that are over a hundred kilometres from um, the nearest uh, big uh, teaching facility, like Monash Children's or the Royal Children's, are eligible for a subsidy with the health department that covers accommodation and travel. Um, but those that are under that, we don't have a cost for those families. They're able to stay with us for as long as they need, um, as long as their child is still actively an inpatient or outpatient staying at the house. So um, there is some some support there from the, um, the state government in terms of um, health department, um, recognising the, the journey that the families have to make. But there's a lot of out-of-pocket expenses too. Um, and that's where we can um, get our support groups involved with dinners on a regular basis for the families, food products to you know to have a welcome pack when they get there to supply all the linen. So these are all the things that we like to take care of and and support the families to try and keep their costs limited. Mm. I notice I notice apart from the convenience of being very close to hospital, the the houses, um, there's a lot of other. A lot of other add-ons that that you provide. One of them, I'm in education. I'm interested in this access to in-house education support uh, by qualified teachers and 40 hours of free tuition when the patient returns home. Um, that doesn't come cheaply. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's um, probably um, based at around five thousand dollars per student. So it is a 12-month tutoring program. But as we've talked, you know, a lot of the children, um, you know, they relapse or they're not able to. Um, concentrate on schooling. So this this um, 40 weeks of tutoring could go over two years, um, but it's at no cost to the family and it's covered by, obviously, the funds that we have and, um, you know, the, the great support that we get through McDonald's that we're able to have um, learning program for, for young children. So we have a team of teachers who coordinate tutors in the, in the areas, metropolitan Melbourne and regional, for these um, young people. Um, so there could be um, late primary school through to secondary schooling. Now, now the three you have in, in, in Melbourne, um, at the Royal Children's Hospital, North Fitzroy and um, Monash, uh, the house in Monash, they're similar, but they also have a slightly different perspective, each of them. You might like to run through that for us. Yeah, they are all different. The uh, the Parkville ones are a beautiful set of... Um, terrace houses all built in the 1890s so we actually started with only with four of those we now have about 13 of them in a row um, so that wasn't a um, certainly not a purpose-built building and nobody knew the the amount of work with fire services and technology that um, what we'd have to do to the building to keep it up to standard but um, it's a beautiful building inside and outside the North Fitzroy um, 
is a unique building. It's an old, um, it's the old inner city, um, it was a power station for the inner city train line that ran around the back of Princess Park, North Carlton through to Clifton Hill. Um, it was converted um, probably about 25 years ago to a low care hostel for the Italian community and um, that had ceased operating in about 2015 and the owners had put it out to tender to the non-profit sector. So we were lucky enough to put a successful submission in and uh, receive that property. So that gave us another, um, as well as our Parkville facility at the time had 51 rooms, but never enough. It gave us the avenue to have another 25 rooms for families really in that central area close to the Royal Children's. Um, and then Monash is, is purpose-built um, at the rear of Monash Children's Hospital. Um, and that started off with 10 rooms, but has gone to 15 um, in the um, early 2000s to accommodate families that are based at Monash Children's Hospital. So they're all a little bit different. They are. They cater well. You've got uh, you've got a very global um, perspective to the support and and um, Royal McDon- Ronald McDonald House in Hobart. Um, that's right next to the Royal Hobart Hospital, and it's got a a, a, a good brief too. It has. It's a um, eleven room facility on on a couple of levels, and it's directly opposite. So it's you know only one short uh, set of traffic lights for the families to be able to walk across each day. It's eleven rooms. But we also see a lot of the uh, the children coming across to Victoria, to uh, the Royal Children's and Monash to um, use the facilities there to see the specialist and um, they'll use our houses. You know, we've got a number of families that have used the house at Hobart and used both our houses, all the three metropolitan Melbourne houses. So um, they've seen a, all the mix of the facilities that we provide for families. And I, I noticed that at uh, the Hobart house, you've had over 60,000 seriously ill kids since it opened in 98. I did a bit of quick calculation on maths. That's somewhere between two and a half and 3,000 a year. That's a, yeah. that's yeah. really quite... It says two things, um, the, amount, the, the great work you're doing, Peter, but the significant number of children who are in, in, in that condition of needing support like this. Yeah, and you know, some unfortunately, some of them will be sicker than um, others. But um, you know, we like to make sure that we can cater for anybody that um, needs our facilities at the time. Now, last year was a challenging year. Um, you make that point. You got through it. Uh, tell us what was your biggest challenge last year, and and keeping the momentum as best you could going. Uh, I think the, the the biggest challenge was us, like a lot of charities. Um, we had to reassess, obviously, budgets midstream. You know, it wasn't going to be uh, the year we had. We had no um, no events, um, obviously, in line with compliance. Um, so no gala balls, no golf days. Um, we just managed to get the bike ride in in March, um, a modified event. Um, so, therefore, we were severely impacted by um, funding, um, but we were able to reassess. Um, obviously, it was a challenge for our operations team, you know, day in, day out, um, you know, people working from home, but we still had to run our houses. We were um, covered by compliance too, that we could only have X amount of families in the house at one particular time. So that that was a challenge because we knew we still had some rooms, um, but we worked in well with Quest Apartments. Um, We were able to put some of our families in their facilities. In fact, uh, they supported us and accommodated about 145 families in that period of time. Um, in line with the um, the subsidies that are available for those families from regional areas. So that was a great partnership 
and a good piece of collaboration. But they were the challenges, um, you know, for our staff because they also had their own issues with home, with um, kids not being at school, homeschooling. Um, also, you know, partners probably um, being stood down for work. Um, so our challenges, you know, were magnified a little bit um, by the fact that it was our own people working on sites but also having their own issues at home. Mm, absolutely. Now, within the context of the Ronald McDonald Houses, you've got, uh, as we mentioned, they're, they're primarily accommodation, but you've also got the learning program, family rooms, and um, the very inspiring Charlie Bell Scholarship Program. I'd like to just uh, elaborate on those because it's quite a suite of um, services you offer. Um, so we have the houses, which is known as the cornerstone pro- program of that of the um, charity. So we've got four of those. We've got four family rooms um, based at uh, one based at Wodonga, which is it's a special care nursery, and that's got two overnight rooms. Um, it's just very similar to a four bedroom house, I suppose, where the, the families are close by to the special care nursery. Um, we've got a family room at Northern Health at Epping, um, one at Western Health at Sunshine and one at Monash Children's. Um, and they're respite areas there for people to come and go during the day, do some washing, have a rest and a read, catch up with some family members, just to have a bit of time out. They may not necessarily need to use a house because they they don't live that far away, but they might just need a break from the ward. So that's what the, uh, the family rooms are all about, is a, a little bit of respite during the day, a little bit of normality, make a cup of tea, you know, get the pancake machine going. Um, We also have the learning program and as I mentioned before we've got about um, 300 students um, across Victoria and Tasmania at the moment um, and they've got a a year's tutoring at no cost to the family um, and they'll be supported um, um, one hour each week um, during the school terms. And we also have the Charlie Bell Scholarship so we've been doing that since I think about 2006. So Charlie Bell was um, the first Australian to become the global um, CEO of McDonald's and sadly passed away at um, a young age of 42, I think Charlie was. And um, on his passing, his family put some money into trust for um, scholarships. So these are available to all the um, houses across Australia. So there's 18 and we had um, three scholarships for 2020 to uh, three young people. So they've received a $5,000 grant each to help them with uh, university expenses or relocation to Melbourne for uh, studies um, or to support them with um, some of their um, uh, essential needs for their courses. So um, we've been very fortunate to be able to um, do that with the Charlie Bell Scholarship. We also have uh, five retreats scattered throughout Australia um, where families can go on a holiday at no cost for one week and um, that's even available to families who sadly have lost a child. So that's at no cost to the family. So um, Palm Cove is obviously a favourite and we've got a couple in Western Australia, Foster on the New South Wales coast and also Batemans Bay. So there's some nice spots for families to be able to take the opportunity to um, Link up together, um, you know, there's a lot of focus on the chick, sick child, so it's uh, great that, um, you know, this is where somewhere where the siblings can be, um, I suppose, in some respects, united back with the whole family and have a breakaway. 
Absolutely. Now, volunteering is another aspect. Um, I mean, people can donate and we'd love them to do lots of that, but uh, you've got a, a, good, a good group of volunteers in 2020, which was a tough year, you had 336. Um, are you always open to volunteers? Yes, we certainly are and um, open to that again. And um, uh, we, we certainly need volunteers at all our sites. We're a 24-hour operation, seven days a week, so um, we don't stop. You know, we've got... Um, Obviously, we've got a, the shuttle bus going between our houses, um, the Metro Melbourne houses. Um, we like to get a few more drivers on that so we can um, make those hours a little bit longer and to extend so that um, less of people um, needing to get into the car or they can get to the shops easily or um, the, the market or get some fresh fruit and vegetables. Um, so that's a great way. And also to transport them between between the house and the hospital, particularly at the North Fitzroy site. Mm. Um, but certainly always on the lookout for people. Um, so certainly have openings at Monash, uh, North Fitzroy and Parkville and obviously Hobart. Mm, absolutely. Now, I love, I love um, maths and I love some figures. Now, you, your impact in 2020 was, was, was really you know, it was phenomenal at any time. You know, 34,500 nights accommodation for families, 11,972 hours of volunteers dedicated to supporting programs, um, 338 families visited your family rooms, 2,029 families from all over support Australia, etc., etc. But the one that really got me, you might like to explain this one, Peter, 25,823,526 steps taken during Step for Sick Kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. It was awesome. And that's probably where we just had to get a bit creative, like uh, a lot of charities, you know, that weren't able to have face-to-face -face events, gala balls, gala events, and uh, we had to be, you know, a little bit... Um, um, just out of left field and um, use our initiative in other ways. So our fundraising and marketing team came up with um, Step for Kids, so we were able to do that. Um, we've got a Dance for Sick Kids on that's just been completed, um, but the Step for Kids was great. And, and actually, as we speak, we've even got um, a young basketball uh, club down in Devonport in Tasmania doing um, a um, hoopathon. And they started to raise a little bit of money, and um, we thought it'd be you know a couple of thousand, but they're up around the forty to fifty thousand mark already, and they haven't had the day yet. So there's some great ways that um, we can do things without um, the gala balls. And um, even though we we still would like to do that, and we are going to do that, and people still want that, there is other ways that we can use our initiative and raise funds. Absolutely. Time's getting away from us. Uh, Thank in, in thanking you so much uh, for having the time to, to speak with us and share the great stories, uh, congratulations on the incredible work that you've been doing for so many, many years. And just uh, remind people um, what's happening on the 3rd and 4th of June in, that they can contribute. Yeah, so we've got our Stronger Together appeal So, um, and where every dollar raised is going to be matched by some of our corporate supporters and donors. So... Um, you can visit the website on www.strongertogetherappeal.com.au or go to 9966-8420 on the day to call in. Absolutely. I couldn't think of a worthier cause. Now, um, Peter, um, you'll be working hard between now and the 3rd and 4th of uh, June. Are you having any time off at all between now and then or is it all systems go? Well, the old systems go, um, have a bit of a breather at the weekend and um, back into it.
Absolutely. So, yeah, Absolutely. and the same for all the team, but uh, certainly looking forward to it. Absolutely. Once again, congratulations. That's Peter Bishop, the CEO, Ronald McDonald House Charities Victoria in Tasmania. Their matched giving day, Stronger Together Appeal. That's on the 3rd and 4th of June. And for every dollar that people give, it will be matched by uh, the people who support um, the houses. We'll take a short break, listeners. Don't go away. 